Listener Production. It's like a tradie posting a view of their construction site with the caption, Office for the day, from wherever you are right now. It's Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Did you guys get wrecked by Wordle over the weekend? Um, uh, I got to six. I got a sixer, but I got a couple right. of threes in there. There was one particular word that absolutely destroyed people. I saw so many people who got like four of the five letters on their second go mm. and then just knocking off letters one by one and missed it. Bombed it's out. heartbreaking. Yeah. I was so nervous. I was down to my last two and I had four options to go and I was like, man, <laughs> Dax were packed. I was so scared and then I nailed it because I'm a legend. Well, what you can do is do... A different word with those options. because nah, I then... do hard mode because I'm not a pathetic, weak human being. Because <laughs> I'm a bouse, that's why. No, you're not a bouse if you're just guessing and luck gets you there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not a bouse if you <laughs> enter the Olympic diving and fluke the good dive. <laughs> Watch this. I'm going to put a blindfold on and walk across the road like a bouse. <laughs> Yeah, you get hit real boss-like. <laughs> hey. Wow. Okay. Well, someone doesn't do hard mode. That's what that told me right there, okay? You just played yourself, Dyson. Easy Dyson is what I'm going to call you. Well, it's strategic. You don't. You only do it when you've got a better chance. No, nah, if you put a word in there that you know is wrong, you're weak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. We've got a good show, okay? Well, I think this is going to be a lot of animosity in this show, mate. <laughs> See how we go. But I've had a good week on the campaign where, as an independent candidate, I'm listening to the public. Um, but then Rant Dog pops by and I tell you what's what and you'll be listening to what I have to say and I'm going to be not apologetic <laughs> about it, all right? Yeah, he's the most venomous rodent canine in the country and he's letting loose very, very shortly. So let's jump into it. Hey, it's Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, another week done and dusted on the Dyson for Wannan campaign trail. Heading for glory. 2022, can we get a half-rat, half-dog into the Australian Parliament? We're going to find out over the next couple of months and already this week, Matt, you can tell that my opponents are beginning to worry. Even, did you see Dave Sharma in Wentworth puts out some um, electoral material? No mention that he's in the Liberal Party and the colour is a lot different to the usual Liberal Party. And it seems to be uh, he's being accused by the independent candidate of uh, stealing the colour. Did you see that? I saw that. Yeah. It was a bit weird, wasn't it? And then there was also a lot of chat about him putting his, what, school score on there? <laughs> yeah, he did put his tertiary ATAR score. So have you put yours on your no. leaflet? No, I haven't. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't get very far. I mean, telling people that I got an OP9, yeah. I don't think people would be stoked about that. Well, yeah. After the first three weeks of university, that usually uh, drops off. But... Unfortunately, those tactics have moved over to the Wannan campaign. The current incumbent, who is a member of the Liberal Party, Dan Tian, spotted out and about over the weekend at a silent disco and he put up a video of him doing a dance. I'm like, oh. excuse me, that's my thing. Thank you very much. <laughs> I do the clap above the head on the little silent disco and I'm like, come on, mate. 
Can't be stealing my moves. Well, how come Dan's in a silent disco? Why didn't she get an invite? Not sure what happened there. But speaking of school, Matt O'Connor, I did end up back at my own school as well. I gave a bit of a talk to some students, which was very nice, about the writing young adult fiction and stuff like that, which was okay. Some kids came along at lunch. That was really nice. I had a year 10 class. They were a... Well, they came along at lunch. Yeah, I know. Sorry, sorry. Well... They were all. They chose instead of eating their lunch with their friends and running around the oval playing soccer. Yeah. They came to listen to you talk. Yep. What is it like being the king of nerds? Yeah. What's your point? There were also <laughs> snacks that could have had something to do with it. That's <laughs> oh, amazing, though. No, good on you. Good on. Good on you. Good on them. Good on people who care about politics. After that, a year eight class came in, and I was fortunate enough to meet a young kid, Matt O'Kine who uh, told me something that I just had to record. So uh, here it is, live from Warnable College. This is Noah. Oh, my God. I am at my old school, Warnable College, and I've just met Year 8 legend Noah Cliff. How are you going, Noah? I'm doing pretty well, yeah. Now, you've just told me something that has blown me away. What did you do recently at school? Well, last year we got to choose a character or person in the community who... You could see as a role model, and I chose Alex Dyson to, <laughs> to do as a research project. So I dove into that, and it was really interesting to hear your story and where you've come from. Now, was it the fact that I dressed as a monkey at the Arias uh, and danced to Tones and I's Dance Monkey, or was it when I jumped into the breakwater that's the most inspiring to a young person? Um, I think the jump in the breakwater was pretty iconic <laughs> because it was a place I could relate to and I've been to in Warrnambool and it was really funny, the interpretive dance <laughs> and all the movements. One thing I wanted to tell you when you were talking to all the kids was Zoe, who was elected as the class president, me and her tried to memorise the dance. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Matt. Whoa. Roll bottle material. Do you know what? That's true. I mean, Noah seems like a pretty darn sharp kid. Doesn't he? Do you know what? Yeah. I'd watch out for him. <laughs> Noah for Palmer, right. I reckon. Yeah, he's going to be your competition. You're sticking the voice recorder in his face now. Soon he'll be in the he'll be in the breakwater, all right? Yeah. Couple of bricks. <laughs> yeah, he says, oh, Alex, let's go do the dance by the breakwater. Uh, the old concrete shoes are waiting for me. <laughs> Off we go. <laughs> The old warnable slippers, we call them. But um, his mum was kind enough to pass along the project that he did on me. And there we go. Alex Dyson, Australian of the Year candidate, Category 1. So I tell you what, Grace Tame, Dylan Alcott, watch out because his contributions to community include he doesn't have a party, meaning he listens to the community and takes on their ideas. No, good work, man, and good work to Noah. Hopefully Noah votes right in a couple of years and, uh, you know, continues to be the shining young chap that he certainly sounds like. Yeah, genuinely made my day. So thank you, Noah. Thank you to Anita, his mum as well. And thank you, I should say, to Tom Ballard because in this little thing here it says, Alex Dyson, my candidate, one of his influences would have been his friend Tom Ballard. New mention of <laughs> anyone else there? So, what is he? Is he kidding? <laughs> Don't know what's happening there. I think he's. Does, spot do on. I get a mention at all in that thing? Um, just uh, um, not. Nah. Do you know what? I take it all back. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care how young Noah is. 
Forget him. He's got a lot of growing up to do. Do you think you'll have kids, Alex Tyson? <laughs> um, look, not at this stage of my life. Not yet. I'm still young, 33. That's the thing about kids. They're still young too. <laughs> and they they take a long time to grow up. Mm. If you got a kid, you got to keep your eye on them, turn your back for a second, mm. and shit goes bad. What's happened? I um, ducked out for a sandwich. Thought I'd get me and Bella sandwich. And uh, come back, walk in. Sophia's birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. I walk into the lounge room. I say, where's mum? She goes, oh, bedroom, right? I go, oh, where's Nanny Lynn? She goes, oh, kitchen. And I go, okay. And I look at her and I'm like, what's going on here? And then I see she's holding a biro, <gasps> like a biro pen. Ooh. Now, I don't know about you growing up, Dyson, but when did you get your pen license? <laughs> <laughs> I was in year four, so I would have yeah, been about exactly. ten. Yeah, weren't three years old no. by yourself in a lounge room, were you? With a biro, no. Um, no. She wasn't a detective writing notes down for the latest <laughs> murder <laughs> suspect. <laughs> nope. No, she was just drawing on the table that Belinda just bought <sighs> a couple of weeks ago. Oh. So this was one of our sort of, okay, because you want to try and give them a little bit of autonomy. Mm. And then they go and vandalise your stuff. Suddenly all the trust is gone. Uh, what's her tag? What's her graph name? She's got a... <laughs> <laughs> so kind. Yeah. So kind. Sock. S-O-K. Yeah. They- <laughs> Sock was here. So... Um, <laughs> so- yeah, so I said, you didn't need to tell me you were here. I knew you were here. <laughs> yeah, where I left you. Or she does the sneaky one and writes Belinda on the table and gets her mum in trouble. Belinda was here. <laughs> Where's your mum? Why was she writing on the table? Um, so anyway, then, you know, Belinda gets called out. I'm worried for Sophia at this point as well because mm-hmm. I've ruined things, you know, around the house. And it's, <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I wish I could just play the three-year-old card. I've ruined holidays, <laughs> anniversaries. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, uh-oh. So anyway, so Belle's obviously not happy about it. Mm-hmm. And Sophia obviously realised, gets very upset. We're like, quick, what are we going to do? Nanny Lynn then jumps on the, you know, the internet. God knows what you would have done before then. I don't think they have this stuff in encyclopedias, the old how to clean biro off a... You know, table. At short notice, no. And so then suddenly it's like water was doing nothing, sponges, water, absolutely nothing. And then eventually it's like, boom, hairspray. Hairspray? Doesn't I know, stick right? It on? I, I, yeah, doesn't it set it? Yeah. <laughs> so suddenly Belle runs up, gets her hairspray, sprays it, starts rubbing furiously, boom, it all wow. comes out. Right? So Sophia. So lucky in that point that we, you know, we were able to save it. But it made me ask the question, what have your kids ruined, broken, lost, whatever? Yeah, Georgina got in touch saying, I want a mini Lego replica of a New Zealand ambulance. I've had it for years and my two-year-old saw it and wanted to play. Within minutes, it was broken and it's now a convertible ambulance. So uh, that's good. 
I mean, maybe he's like, I, I haven't seen a convertible ambulance before. Maybe it's a thing. Could be good. Bit of good fresh air is always good for a person. Top um, dropped. Yeah. Hello, Kathleen from Melbourne. Hey, how you doing? Good, thanks, Kathleen. Now, um, your child has some interesting methods to changing the channel. Yeah, so I had something on that he didn't appreciate. So he thought, use the remote, right? Change the channel. That makes sense. Oh, so that's, instead that's of- a logical thing. You, you've raised him well, Kathleen. <laughs> I have, I have. Smart child. Um, but instead of using the buttons, he just decided to smash the TV, the brand new TV, <laughs> right in the middle, right in the centre. So maybe if you had the top corner, you know, you'd be right, but no, right in the centre. So he got no. the remote and used it as like a lightsaber and just whacked yeah. the TV to change well, actually, the channel. Now you're putting, oh, that actually makes sense now. We're a big Star Wars family, so you know what, when we own lightsabers, that's Possibly the connection. Oh, Maybe my use the force. No, use the yeah. remote, kid. <laughs> use the buttons. Wow. So did the TV actually break? Yeah, no, no. It was unusable. Oh, oh. unusable. Over. Oh, no. In the bin. How- <laughs> Hard rubbish collection. The old e-waste. Oh, oh my god. How old is he? Well, that's the thing. He was only two and a half, so. You can't. How old's your daughter now, Matt? Three now. You can't get angry. No. Darth Vader wanted to change the channel on Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. He did the same thing, and uh, now the TV is off to the dark side. Now listen. <laughs> I feel like I have to Star Wars from the house now. I feel like it's all Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, Kathleen. We'll catch you later. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. All day breakfast. Yeah. Well, Matt, if this next segment was an animated film from the late 90s, early 2000s about insects, it wouldn't be called A Bug's Life. It'd be called Rants with a Z. Remember? Okay. Remember, remember that one? Remember that movie? Oh, do I ever? Yeah. Ants and Bugs Life, they came out at the same time. It was weird, wasn't it? There was a whole sort of wave of Hollywood double-ups, you know. There was mm. Armageddon and then I think Deep Impact. Mm. There was a couple of volcano movies that were happening True. at the same time. Yeah, I remember looking into it. It's a, there was Because when a hot script suddenly starts getting passed around, the studio that missed out goes, oh. I want a volcano movie, and then they get, and then they find another person who's written a volcano script, and they make that. So that's what yeah. was going on, apparently. Well, there you go. An R in the name to uh, help our very good friend Rant Dog to come in and tell it like it is, based on your gripes. So please, if you've been annoyed by something recently, get out your phone, record your voice, and send it through to Matt dot and dot Alex, and our resident shock jock will be able to. Um, Fix it right up with a few decibels. This week's issue comes from Johnny. Hey, guys, it's John from Newey here. I just want to first of all say how much of a valuable um, service you provide for us getting things off our chest. And the topic today is umbrellas. I'm just really, really sick of umbrellas. With this inclement weather we've been having, um, I've found two things with umbrellas. Either they are massive and basically a little bit of wind and your bloody Mary Poppins flying through the sky and you can't control it or they're you know a 50 cent supermarket thing which splinters into a million pieces the moment it hits a bit of wind so 
there seems to really be no in-between and it's really, really grown in my gears. Johnny joining us from a Matt O'Kine comedy gig there. (laughs) (laughs) All the crickets. (laughs) You absolute (laughs) mongrel. More dog than rat. I don't know which. Yeah, I don't know which. What you got more in you, mate? <laughs> more rat or more dog? Anyway, but he makes go a on. very good point, Matt O'Kine, because you bring out an umbrella in inclement weather. So you'd think the engineers would assume there's going to be a little bit of wind. Then mm. the slightest puff of wind, and the brolly gets binned. <laughs> You see it every time. You see someone, you go, nah, they're gone. Off it goes. You paid for garbage in your hands and you're getting soaked. All right? And I got a bit of wind coming out of the old windpipe now because I'm furious at this. And I do want to extend it to a couple of the people. We can't wash our hands of this. All right? I'm looking at you people who don't know how to turn the umbrella towards the wind a little bit so it doesn't go inside out, doesn't do the old Marilyn Monroe up above its head. All right? <laughs> And I'm looking at you, who carries an umbrella when you're walking with someone. Lift it higher so it doesn't poke me in the eye, please. (laughs) Thank you. And over the head, why are you even bothering sharing this umbrella? It's just going to be over you, all right? I'm sick of it, mate. I'm sick of it. (laughs) What about a lot of them called golf umbrellas? We're using wearing golf. But golf gets cancelled when it rains, (laughs) all right? It's a useless product. It's just a golf lightning rod. If you really want a golf umbrella, you've already got a stick with a little end on it. Just have it pop up from the end of the golf club. You're doubling up. It's consumerism gone mad. Anyway, if you've got an issue that you'd like to uh, have ranch dog tackle, please uh, message them through matt.and.alex and we'd love to help solve your gripe. Well, that brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you so much for joining us, Alex Dyson. I'm shocked by the amount of kilometres you're doing uh, to get around this great country and the, that, yeah, that great state, that great area of yours. Did I show you the um, the photo of what I'm getting around in now? I mean, thank you to campaign manager Shelley for helping organise, uh, donating the car for it. Check it out. Dyson they- on the side what? of the car. I've got what? some wheels, baby. <laughs> I can't believe you've got your head on a car. Yeah, mate. There you go. You never would have thought I got my P plates at the age of 23 and now my mug is on the side of a vehicle. So give us a toot if you see it around. I mean, it's the second best street team since uh, the Matt and Alex bomb squad. But it's out there and the campaign continues, man. Oh, good on you. All right. Well, look, uh, we're back tomorrow for another Matt and Alex all day breakfast. So we will see you then. In the meantime, keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex on Instagram. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.